And I am the amazing turtle, Kawabunga everybody. Kawabunga everybody. You gotta find out if that's trademarked because you could be demonetizing my shows as we speak. Well, you gotta think about it. I'm the 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 Junior You gotta think about this. Surfers say Kawabunga as well. Mm-hmm. So we can just pretend that I'm a surfer. Is that what you want to do? We can pretend. <laughs> Guys, I'm here once again with uh uh the new co host of JFW, uh Turtle, Nubby, however you want to refer to him as. Uh uh we're gonna recap a lot of uh shit because uh Nubby saw some shows over the weekend and um obviously we do got shows coming up uh, that we're gonna talk about as well. Uh, but of course, before we do any of that, I gotta remind all of you that this freaking, no, not this freaking show, this is a different podcast. You did that two weeks ago as well. Did I really? Yes, you did. I just didn't call you out on it because you went to the next thing. Yeah. God. It's, it still it's, has the word freaking in it, so we're we're okay. So much. There's so much going on. Yeah, and it, well, I'm going to do this plug, and I want to tell you something that I'm going to talk about it on my next show, but this is non-wrestling related. I want to tell you what I've been going through the last couple of days. Uh, but this episode of Just Freak Wrestling is brought to you by CarterComics.com. Now, if you're a big comic book fan, uh, you just like collecting them or reading them, CarterComics.com is the best place for you to go. It's a one-stop shop for all your comic needs. Whether it been something as simple as uh, just getting a raw comic to read or something nice graded at a 9.8 that you want to hang up on your wall. Uh, go to CarterComics.com because they got all of it. Everything's available right there for you to buy. And because we're so wonderful here uh, at Just Freaking Wrestling, along with this freaking show, part of FreakNet Studios, we got a discount code for you guys. That's right. You use the discount code FREAKNET. That's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. You'll save yourself 10% on your entire order. That's right, guys. 10% on your entire order of comics. Just be going to CarterComics.com. Use the uh, discount code FREAKNET. F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. Do it now. Check it out. Get some comics. Live, live that comic life. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let me uh let me let me go unwrestling related for a minute and tell you uh some shit that I've been going through the last couple of days that I've been beyond pissed off about. Shit. Uh. So I don't know how much you know about the other podcast uh, or Freakna Studios, what we do uh, outside of JFW Nubby, but um every year on October. 
Uh, we celebrate Halloween over on this freaking show where we turn this freaking show into this freaky show. And the entire, um, I feel like I can't really hear myself. I don't know what's going on. Um, you can hear me okay, right? This whole time. Oh, yeah. Okay, perfect. Cool. Um, no problem. <laughs> so, uh, every year in October, we celebrate Halloween throughout the entire month of October. And what we started doing a couple years ago is going to, uh, the most popular haunted cemeteries in Illinois. We decided to branch out and do Indiana this year. And I was really excited because, uh, first time we did, we did eight in Illinois. This year we were able to do 12. And we did it in like 48 hours. We took two days, traveled the entire state of Indiana in two days to shoot all this footage to find out the audio is not working in any of it. Wow. <laughs> so. After spending a ton of money on gas, hotels, food, uh, hundreds of hundreds of miles of driving, hours and hours of fucking driving, uh, there's no audio in any of the footage we shot. So, we gotta figure out a way to make that work. And I think we came up with an idea for it. So I'm not, too upset anymore, but it's still really bothersome when shit like that doesn't happen. You know, it doesn't happen the way you uh, you want it to. Right. I can kind of see why uh, Steve wanted to blame me for when uh, Kendall Fire didn't show for his match against Amazon, because I get it can be frustrating. Granted, I became a scapegoat, but whatever. Um... And maybe get a new appreciation for when people don't show up for their bookings. So, I just wanted to share that. Uh, so if I, if I seem scatterbrained, it's because I've been dealing with that for the last couple of days, trying to find alternatives and figure shit out. Uh, I did get a chance to watch some wrestling on TV. Uh, not a whole lot going on, not a whole, a uh, lot going, uh, that's exciting. Uh, the biggest thing that was exciting, as far as I could tell, was uh, from all accounts, articles written and everything, the, the CM Punk promo at the beginning of Dynamite was a shoot against Heyman Page, mm-hmm. which, uh, yeah, I'm not totally fucking surprised at CM Punk. I feel he, I feel he thinks he can make enough money to do what he wants to do, so good for him. Uh but um, give me your give me your thoughts, Nova. You've been in the business long enough. Uh, give me your thoughts on people going into business for themselves. I don't know how often it happens on indie shows or not, but uh, if you have any of those stories, I'd love to hear them. <laughs> I do it all the time, anyway. Just no one catches on. Oh, as a referee, I believe that. Well, I'm not. It's just in um, kind of in general. With everything that I do, I kind of do things on my own without really, without getting the permission-ish. I don't really cross a line like most. Yeah. But I still, a lot of things that I do are my ideas, but Hmm. I'm not, but like I said, I'm not crossing that line. Um, You see, I think you do see a lot in independent wrestling. Um, It... I, it just you can't really tell what if they are you know going into business for themselves or yeah. this is part of the story. But I mean, 
I don't see a problem with mm-hmm. it as long as you don't cross a certain line. But we see it a lot, you know, in AEW and mostly CM Punk because we know Phil is a bit of a dick. But um, I, I, I don't. I'm not gonna say I don't enjoy what he does because he, I, everything he says and does is enjoyable on TV. Mm-hmm. Whether he's doing it to shoot or not, or working himself into a shoot, or shooting himself into a work, whatever yeah. it's on TV. But when you hear the reports of him getting mad about someone else doing it, yeah, it, it, you kind of got to throw the flag here and be like, dude, you can do it, but you can't. This is why you have the reputation that you have. Yep. Yeah, it's it's insane. But um, the only reason I brought CM Punk is because I wanted a really cool segue for the Nexus announcement that I have. Uh, we haven't announced this publicly yet. But for those of you who uh, know by now, we're going to uh, interview Ivan Manson this Friday. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a career interview. We're going to talk about his run in independent wrestling. Uh I'm gonna, I'm going to run the interview and I believe Nubby might be able to make it. You're not quite sure yet? Not sure yet. So, it might be me and Ivan or Nubby will be there too, but we're going to interview, uh, Ivan Manson, uh, on his career, uh, this Friday. But it motivated me to, uh, schedule another interview, uh, for next Tuesday, which I am happy to announce that, uh, it's, it's actually been an idea of mine for years and it's been talked about for years. Just never figured out a date, figured out a moment to actually make that happen. But, uh, it's been, it's been scheduled. It's on the calendar. It's set up, uh, for you former LWF fans out there. For you elite pro wrestling fans out there, for you Dreamwave fans out there, for you Midwest wrestling fans out there, if you guys know of a guy known as the Human Highlight Reel, Acid, uh, I've mentioned him many times on this show, uh, not only as a great competitor in the ring for the Midwest independent scene, uh, but also for being my cousin, because I can name drop people like that, because, you know, I'd rather somebody, you know, give me an opportunity based on who I know than just uh, based on my, you know, personality alone, because my personality sucks. Um, you, I, I've heard that several times on the Power Hour over the last couple of weeks, you know, so, you know, and they're, they, they speak truth over there, so it's got to be real. So... Uh, Mike Nolan, uh, known as Acid, is going to uh, be on JFW Podcast next Tuesday for an interview. Uh, that, sh- that interview will be released uh, later on uh, in the week or the following week, but it will be released within the next couple weeks. But it's going to happen. I'm excited to do it. Uh, it's going to be kind of weird uh, as a kind of like a behind-the-scenes thing, as a shoot response to it, if you will. It's going to be really weird to interview Acid, knowing he's my cousin, but to interview him not like he's my cousin. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. So, th- <laughs> so that's that's going to be interesting to do that. But it was scheduled. Uh, we planned it out. Uh, I'm happy that we finally were able to do it. Uh, Acid just had his most recent match at Dreamwave this past weekend. Uh, we're going to talk about that whole show here later on. 
Uh, but I want you guys to know that, you know, Ivan Manson, who's retiring this year, is going to be on this Friday. Uh, Acid, who has been retired for quite some time, a current uh, Hall of Famer, uh, and also a guy who comes back from time to time to do some Dreamwave or DWA shows. He's going to be on our show, and we plan on doing more of those as we progress. So uh, I think Ivan's a good start, and I think uh, Acid is a good continuation uh, from him as well. So uh, I'm excited for that, uh, not only, again, just because he's uh, my family, but also because he's my former trainer. Uh, he was my first, I guess, real boss in the independent, uh, scene, if you will. Um, so, I'm excited. Uh, Navi, I'm sure you are too. I'm sure anybody who oh, yeah. to be a Elite Pro Dojo would be excited to hear that. I mean, I'm sure you guys know, talk more about, uh, more about Mike Nolan than I do, uh, over the last 10 years, but, uh, to get, like, the beginnings, uh, from LWF all the way up until, you know, today. So we're excited to kind of sit down and talk about that. And I don't know how long these interviews are going to go, but it's just going to keep going until we're done talking. So Right. Yeah. Uh, you have some shows you want to talk about. Uh, Dreamwave, CSW. I even got a upcoming IPW list, and I'm even going to throw a POW show in there. A POW show, you say? Yeah, why not? I mean, to me, it's content. Cool. Um, But first, before we do any of that, uh, I want to play this real quick, because why the hell not? I was pissed. Well, you and Turtle had to go throw your two cents in. Hey, hey, we don't mention that name on this show. Okay, well, you and the devil had to go throw. You and the devil had to, you know. Call the piece of shit again. I am not a piece of shit, by the way. Yeah, somebody's got something to say to you. They can come say it to me because I'm the one that said it. So Travis can come stick his nose in my business then. Oh, 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 the angel just called out the JMW podcast. That's fantastic. So anyway, so we went out. Go on there and kick kick, uh, Travis's ass. I think that's what you do. So let's be honest here. (laughs) Wow. uh, Yeah, so to correct uh, Steve's uh, thing there. Um, I don't think he's a piece of shit because C-Red doesn't want your name mentioned on the show. I mean, that's not why C-Red is a piece, or why Steve is a piece of shit. Steve's a piece of shit for, uh, blaming me for mishaps at SCW show. That's what makes him a piece of shit. I don't, you know, I think it's petty that C-Red doesn't want your name dropped on their show, um, because you made the decision to take me up on my offer of you being here on JFW when the power hour, you know, were so blinded to the opportunity that would present themselves with having you on their show, which is totally fine. You know, they, okay, I want to pause here real quick because I'm trying to figure out what level of travesty I want to be here. Like, I could be normal, like, at a three, or I could be dickish at, like, a seven. And I'm not quite sure where I need to go from here, Nubby. Should I be a three or should I be a seven? Your call. Should I be a three or should I be a seven? Because a seven may get me in trouble. A three Well, well, let's see here. She called you out, in a a sense, right? Of all people. Of all people to call you out, it was yeah. Angel. 
of yeah. Evil Games and Evil. That's true. The group that you have been backing since day one. Am I correct? That's true. That's true. And I had them on my show and I interviewed them. Yeah. Huge so, fan of To me, that would just hurt. That that breaks my heart. So, it, it, it bothers me the most knowing that that was the first time that I was ever mentioned by Angel herself. And it had to be done in a negative way because of the false narrative that Steve has put out into the world that I think he's a piece of shit just because your name's mentioned on this show. Now that hurts. Yeah. Like I said, I'm at a point now, like, I don't know if I should be a three or if I should be a seven because there's... There's two different ways Travis can go about this. I could be I could be a respectful three. I could just say my piece and I can move on. Or I could be a seven and just be a dick and probably say some funny things that maybe people outside the show won't really appreciate. So I need your help, Nubby. Am I a three or am I a seven? Can you go a five? If I, 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 I can do five. Um, I think it's really cute how a uh, overhyped valet for a husband and a guy who never shows up to SCW uh, can sit there and say that, you know, if I have a problem with her, I can come talk to her. So that's pretty cool. So kudos for Angel, the former SCW women's champion, uh, the, one, the one who lost the tag team titles. Uh, so cool. You lost two titles. One wasn't even technically yours. So that's really awesome. Uh, but I get it. You have to you have to back the host of the show that you're on, whether it be you know Steve who you know wants to find a scapegoat to add an SCW show, and where he says and he said it himself on this episode that that we listened to that I sat through for over two hours to listen to because despite my feelings towards Steve, I still find the show entertaining. I encourage anybody to go uh, listen to the Power. They can watch the Power Hour on Facebook every Tuesday night. Even when it's not released till 11 p.m. for some fucked up reason, but whatever. Uh, I encourage you to to watch it, to enjoy it, to listen to it. Uh, again, Tuesday nights. He said in the episode that when he's at SCW, he's nothing more than an announcer and he's nothing more than a commentator. But I'm pretty sure that he has said in that ring at one point that that contract he signed that was offered to him by Terry Allen. Gave him authority at SCW in the absence of Terry Allen. That's where it goes back to my whole thing. Is I don't think Steve has the authority to fire me. I don't think I would just spew that if I didn't think that that was a possibility based on the position that he holds at SCW. And it's fine. Um, Steve just sit there and he could downplay his authority there because... Clearly, who would want to take responsibility for running SCW? I mean, we've seen a lot of uh, unfair acts happen at SCW, whether it be, you know, championships changing hands because of impartial judgment by uh, by bosses or leaders or, you know, uh, run-ins and, you know, you know dare I say, uh, you know, wayward uh, referees. It's just um, it's an unfortunate thing that I have to sit there and be threatened by Angel when I've done nothing but uh, put over her and her husband and their buddy uh, and uh, speak extremely high of their uh, 
achievements and the goals that they're uh, achieving here at SCW. But I get it. It's okay to make fun of Steve when it's for a laugh, but when her husband's not there to chime in on the jokes, she has to be serious and back Steve and protect Steve because Steve's feelings get a little bit hurt because he's caught a piece of shit by a fucking nobody podcast host. But it's totally cool. As long as he can sit there with his with his band of misfits you know, the the twenty year veteran, the guy who you know spends half the show driving to you know the episode just to be on the episode to eat pancakes the entire time, like a like an outcast of the new day fucking uh, reject society, or their new fucking co host that uh that lady who who took a uh, a children's birthday activity and defines it as a sport. Cool for them. But I digress. Steve is a piece of shit. But not because of Turtle's name being mentioned on the Power Hour. Because of his actions and attitude everywhere else that he works. Perfect example. Uh, I think it was it was that Northland, that wrestling company, that, that show that had like only maybe a, a couple dozen people in the audience. That he referred to as some kind of like broke down poor ass fucking company and some poor broke ass fucking town that he wants to burn that whole thing to the ground. Mm. But hey, that's Steve. I would never say anything about some kind of podcast uh, wrestling uh company that way because that's rude. I'll say it about Steve though, because well I mean come on now. Mr. High and Mighty there. So that's a good five. I think that was a good five. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe five point five. We're we'll we'll give it a little bit, you know. Yeah. But not 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 near six. Close, but no, not, no cigar. Yeah, it was no seven. It was no seven. If it was seven, uh we may have to uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not there at seven yet. But um anyways, uh I just wanna I think there's always going to be a snippet coming from the Power Hour that's going to be played on this show. And nine times out of ten, it'll probably have my name in it. So uh, thank you again to Power Hour for mentioning uh, me on your show. Uh, they won't mention me. Yeah. They won't mention yeah. me. Which, is, which is amazing. Your name's not allowed on there. It's but, petty. But I could be mentioned on there, which, hey. You know, and, and you're the host of the show that I joined. I know. I guess we'll I just take that one. I can't scratch my head around it. No, again, like we said last week, I am just, I'm not here to kiss their ass and just take a back seat. I'm supposed to just, you know, not enjoy myself, do what I want to do. Kind of like other people that have done that to me before. Mm-hmm. Um, wink, 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 nudge, nudge. <laughs> There is an SCW show coming up this Saturday, and I want to talk about that match card uh, at the end of the show because I want to talk about your recaps first. But um, the match card hasn't been released yet. Uh, being a being an executive at SCW, I have the I have the privilege of seeing the match cards first. Um, so, Nubby, I'm going to tell you right now. 
that you're not going to like this match card. Because there's a lot of people who I don't see you being okay with who are being booked for this Saturday. Well, I did get um, a little little heads up on one. Yeah. And actually it was from this person's cousin. And I did get a not no one told me directly, but I put two and two together on the other one. I am not happy because I definitely can't do nothing to either one. Now, the one thing I'm not privileged to is, are you booked for uh, for this Saturday's SCW Dissension? As far as I know, until told otherwise, I am an official from here on out. Okay, awesome. Yeah, because there's a good chance that I think there's there's four or five matches that are booked that I don't think you're going to be happy with, but there's a good chance that based on who's officially uh, who's an official for this show, you're probably going to be uh, appointed to several of them, and uh, it's going to really test the conversation we had in the last episode as far as referee professionalism. But we'll go over that match card, and we'll talk about SCW at the end of the show. I want to jump in and start recapping some of these shows that you saw. So um, let's dive into that uh, right now. Uh, let's get a little uh, turtle indie talk going. Um, so tit? Tit. It's let's time dive, for the tit. Let's dive into some tit. All right. So I decided... Um, I have IPW, PAL results, and Dreamwave results, along with CSW. I'm going to save the CSW for the main event of TIT. Works for me. Um, I'm, however, I'm going to let you pick what's behind these doors. Oh. From left, my, whatever, my left to your right. Which, um, this is my left. That's your left, or, yeah. This, this is my right. So, yeah, my left I love, is my I love, right. I love how you said from your left to my right, which is the same fucking side. <laughs> <laughs> I'm entertaining. What can I say? So, we got, so, from left, from my left to my right. Yeah. Door one, door two, or door three. You pick one. And what are these three shows? There's POW, uh, Dreamwave, and what was the other one? IPW, which IPW. is an upcoming show. Okay. Uh, you know, I want to go with... I want to go in the middle. Let's go with number two. All right. So we got the upcoming IPW show. Perfect. Which is this upcoming Sunday, August 28th. Oh, nice. And Rich Din Park, Illinois, 223, so, you know, I don't know how to read these addresses anymore, <laughs> 22341 Governor's Highway, there we go. 22341. Uh, yes, Governor's okay. Highway. Gotcha. And Rich, again, Rich Din Park, Illinois, uh, general mission is $15. Dollars. Dollars. Kids, again. If you're 10 or under, you're only 
10 doll hairs. Just 10. Nice. Doors open at 1 p.m. and bell time 2 p.m. Uh, so let me backtrack for a second on or off topic. I got called out for something by my girl last week. So we're listening to the JFW podcast in my car, getting me yeah. a slurpee. And she actually heard me clap. She okay. actually called me out for clapping because that is something apparently I do. What were you clapping for? Like, when I talk about something I'm about to, I go like this. Oh, I yeah. Heard it. I It's weird. <laughs> you know, and it, it called it, me out on it. I'll, I'll tell you one thing. There was, when Dally, when Dally first started podcasting, uh, Steve does it. Well, used to do it, I think. And actually, Dizzle J did it a lot. Uh, whenever we record together, uh, me, Dally, and DJ, or just me and Dally, she had this bad habit of banging the fucking table. Um, actually, interviews, even interviews, a lot of the wrestlers I interview with, like, I'll have the microphone sitting on the, uh, on the table, and they just fucking start pounding the fucking table. You know, like, it was, and I get that they have the passion, but when they sit there, like, I'm gonna get into the ring, and I'm gonna beat the guy, it's just like, I'm like, dude, like, the audio is jacked when you fucking do that. (laughs) Um, clapping, I'm not too worried about, uh, I would leave it to more of an applause when I say something amazing, but... I'd rather hear you throw your hands together like a nut slap to the thigh than, you know, you fucking, you know, banging your fist on the desk, you know, and uh, causing these shock waves going through the microphone. So, uh, uh, politely tell your lady friend to just enjoy the show and don't critique. She wasn't critiquing. She was pointing it out because apparently I do that on a daily basis, even if it's just something random. Well, anyway, speaking of uh, ah, look there it is. <laughs> um, what's that? Uh, what's that goofy shit that uh, the Power Hour drinks to? Oh, um, here's the funny part. Yeah, what the fuck is that? So, C Red, no matter what, even on or off the show, yeah, he and he's talking about something. He said, "Here's the funny part." Gotcha. And then it became a drinking game. You know, That's we'll why they're always drunk. We'll have our own drinking game here on the show. Every time Every we time say something class, stupid. I'm going to be drunk then. <laughs> or we'll be, we'll be talking about the power hour then. And we'll be really drunk <laughs> within the first five minutes. Every time you clap. Every time you clap, we'll do a shot. Every time you say something stupid, I'll just get fucked up. Okay, now I'm going to handcuff myself to the chair. All right. Um, <laughs> that's the wrong attitude. Nobody you're supposed to be like, hey, man, I don't say anything stupid, and I was going to agree with you. You don't agree with me. Everything okay. you say is facts and truths, except for uh, your input on BJ's uh, refereeing uh, ARW. Or if I throw you under the bus. Yeah, well, I, I figured, I assume that's going to be a thing from now on, so. I didn't do that this week. I got yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right. So, um, speaking of clapping stuff, um. We have a special challenge match. Okay. Um, it's going to be Michael Pierce taking on somebody you know, Joey Dalton. Oh, in sure. Pre- yeah. In previous encounters, they have actually ended in a draw. So I don't know if there's going to be stipulations to this match, if there's going to be a no time limit, falls count anywhere, what have you. But as far as I know, it's just a special challenge match, and 
this one me might actually break both of them because I've seen both of these both matches in the past or even at other places. They they beat the crap out of each other. Mm-hmm. And for someone as small as Joey Dalton, he can hurt. He yeah. hurts. I have been hit by him in Battle Royals, and yeah, he hurts. Um, all championships are most likely on the line. I don't know if certain ones will be, but as far as I know, all titles are on the line, and they're all open challenges. None of the champions are going to know who they're facing until they get out there. And to give a little rundown on who the champions are, we got the junior heavyweight champion, Scorpion Dorado, second city champion, Hot Rod Daddy Andy, alternative champion, the Ewok, talk about somebody who hurts. The Ewok. Yep. That's that's a Star Wars thing, right? Yeah, but if you ask me, nothing Star Warsy. But hey, that's cool. <laughs> Ewoks are uh, kind of dangerous. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> we got the trios champions, the ARC, which consists of C Red. I can say his name on the show, right? Um, whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Did I say oh? Oh! Renee Van Peebles and Miles Mercer. Uh. The newest tag team champions, Leo LaFlair and Damian Tyler, and the league champion, Aaron Stone. They will all be on hand, and and they will all be defending their championships. Well, speaking of Hot Rod Dandy Andy, he is the only one that knows who his opponent is going to be. Because the host of the show, Russell T. Deep, made a challenge to Hot Rod on uh, his previous um, what's the word I'm looking for? Wait. Pause. Rewind. He was previously on the Power Hour and made a challenge to Hot Rod Daddy Andy for the Second City Championship. So that match is happening. So that is the only champion that knows who he is facing. And then, special attraction match. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat on that one. It's very special, because you've got a bunch of special people in there. Especially this guy. Power Hour Steve Aaron will be taking on a workhorse member, whoever that may be. And the stipulation is as follows. If Steve beats the workhorse, the workhorses, all three of them, are banned from IPW forever. They cannot even buy a ticket to get into the show. However, if the workhorse wins, they get an IPW contract. Who, uh, who who runs IPW? It's an anonymous. So it's not Steve. It's not Steve. He doesn't even Steve. have uh, any authority. So what the fuck are they booking him for? Because the last few shows, the workhorses have been going, you know, 
They bought tickets. They show up to the shows, but they've been causing a ruckus. They're running that mouth. You know, they're trying to get themselves over. You know, mm-hmm. kind of like I used to when I used to go to LWF shows. Except I was more entertaining. So, but hey, that's cool. Um, Steve would, you know, be Steve towards them. And they actually had a bit of a fight in the parking lot. Really? And it was just a recent event. Um, after the tag champions were officially, you know, named, uh, Steve presented the tag titles to the new champions. And then that's when the workhorses decided that they would surround the ring. And they got in the ring and beat Steve up. Now I'm going to remind everybody, because Steve got mad at me, as always, but not at C-Red. No one came out to help him. But that was because Rayon Skills, who is the messenger of IPW, he was told to let everybody know to let Steve handle this. Well, he handled it all right. He got his ass whooped. I mean, goes to show that the workhorses are a bunch of... They're the pieces of shit. Because they got to beat up one old man three on one, but... But I, I'm assuming Steve did nothing to deserve this. He didn't, you know, he didn't run his mouth in any way, right? You know, for once, Steve didn't run his mouth purposely. Not, not him starting it. Let's just say that the workhorses are that irritating that even a child would probably run up to them and kick them. That is how irritating these fuckheads are. Mm. I got uh, I got Mikey Peterson's promo that was released on Facebook. You want to listen to it? Sure. Let's see here. This is... Uh, how long ago is this? This is five days ago. Uh, one of the workhorses speaks on behalf... Richmond Park, Illinois. The workhorses versus Steve... Aaron. Oh, Aaron. Listen, we just want to be fans watching IPW, but you took it too far, and now we're going to show you what happens when you mess with us. Think about it, Steve. What we did to you last month, that was for fun. Now imagine what we're going to do to you when you're standing across from us and we want something. It's a scary thought. It frightens me when I think about it. This kid so, looks like uh, if me and uh, Jim Steve had a baby. <laughs> well, have to wait to find out. August 28th, just like all those other ungrateful fans. So, we'll see you then, you ate sucking dog. Workhorses out. Workhorses out. Oh, what a turd. God. Oh, fucking Steve responded? The workhorses on social media blabbering, blabbering, blabbering about what's going to happen August 28th at Richmond Park. You see, boys, it doesn't matter what happens. You're wrestlers. You're supposed to whip my ass. It's supposed to happen that way. The fact that you're having second thoughts now about what's going to happen at IPW is hilarious. Me. You pissed off 
tell you about this. Doesn't matter which one of you. Doesn't matter who. Stranger Things is going upside down because I'm coming to IPW to steal your soul. You're never coming to this company. Believe that. I'll see you on the 28th. Fucking Steve's gonna walk into IPW with those sparkling fucking shoes and that fucking curtain rod of a fucking jacket to steal souls from a fucking child. <sighs> I mean, uh, <laughs> he's crazier. The only thing crazy, crazy about him is how he's dressed. Oh, hell's bells. You know, I'm, and the funny thing is, I'm, or the, here's the funny part. Here's the funny part. Um, I actually don't know what, who to go for because on one hand, if Steve wins, workhorses are with IPW. I wouldn't want them to be there, but at the same time, Or no, wait. Steve wins. They are not. They can't come to IPW. Yeah. Right. I wouldn't want them to be there anyway. But at the same time, I would want them to be there so I can whoop their ass. Because I don't work for ARW, so I can't beat their ass there. And crash tested. Well, it's too far away. Mm-hmm. That's still at the end of September, and I don't get to. I don't think I get to beat their asses either. Because well, Steve's got me doing my. Him and Jed got me doing weird things there now, so I don't know. I, I'm indifferent. I'm maybe I'll be there in his corner to make sure the other idiots don't get interfere in the match, or maybe I'll hang out in the back and just let it all happen. I mean, it is what it is, you know. But it is it is Steve taking on one member. Of the workhorses. That is scheduled. One member. But the member Will hasn't be... been announced yet. Right. We don't know which one it's going to be yet. Gotcha. So they're, they're playing the right game there by not telling them until... So if he know if he knew now, he can train specifically for that said workhorse. Oh, he doesn't he... need to train? Steve, Steve will be good. Steve will be fine. Steve should just run headfirst into that fucking ring with the talent he has as of right now. Just hope for the best. That's what I'd say. That's what I'm praying on. I may actually go to this show just to see that match. You know, you should. And I mean, the- a Sunday afternoon show isn't that bad. You said what? It starts at, starts at 2 o'clock, doors open at yes. 1? Yep, that's earlier than anything else I've ever been to. Right, Richmond Park's only like twenty twenty five minutes away from me, and I still have yet to this day seen a sea red wrestling match. I mean, I can knock out two birds in one stone. I can see the twenty year vet actually wrestle a match that I've never seen happen before, and I can see Steve get his fucking uh, mouth fucking shut <laughs> by by a fucking half breed uh, James Creed travesty fucking. Uh, like a freak animal. <laughs> and don't forget, General Mission's only $15. Nice. Can't beat that. Right. And right. It's, a, 
American Legion, VFW, whatever it is, and they got gaming, they got beer, they got everything you need. So they're they're that's IPW as it stands. I do I do enjoy a good American Legion, I will tell you that much. So with that said Nice. It went somewhere. Nice. <laughs> Fucking Kobe. Alright. Ah, right. uh, next on the docket. Let's go with the POW results since those are a little shorter. <clears throat> POW results. Fuck you, Chris Hepford. Ah. Uh, Alright. Um Captain Austin Spicoli defeated the Meth Marauder. Tommy McAubrey defeated Moondog Murray. That saddens me, because I like Moondog Murray. Even though he's a POW guy, I still like him. <laughs> Kazile defeated Mattel Valentine via a knockout in a beauty supply match. Have you seen the previous beauty supply match? No. They are interesting. A I beauty supply match. Yes. Just think beauty supplies, makeup, a hair curler, all that stuff, all in one match. Well, from what I saw, they even brought a door in there, and yeah, they both went through it. So it looked pretty brutal. I'm sure the fork was used, even though I kind of gave Chris Hepburn a little bit of shit for allowing that to happen, because... I don't consider a fork a beauty supply. Well, if you're a Little Mermaid fan, it is. Did Ariel use a fork as a... She used a fork to uh, to comb her hair, yeah. Oh, damn it. There's there's loopholes everywhere, bro. Fucking loopholes are everywhere. Damn it, damn it, damn it. (laughs) Oh, well. That's fine. I'm kind of disappointed Mattel didn't win. He's another one that I like. Good friend of mine. Even though he chose... Now, he really chose Powell. He had a chance to come to our side, and he decided not to. He beat up Marco Anthony, but, you know, Mark, I guess everyone wants to beat up Marco Anthony anyway, right? I mean... Yeah, poor Marco. Everyone wants to beat up Marco. <sighs> As we go into more... <laughs> Speaking of beating up, the guy that beat me up on uh, the, the recent high voltage, Meat Hooks O'Bannon, thanks Travis, uh, defeated Stylin Shane Eaton. What, uh, what, what do you want? What do you want to blame me for here, Turtle? What do you, you put me what in? Do you, a, you, what, what do you want Steve about right now, fucking Nubby? What do you What do you want to go all Steve on right now? You, you put me against Meat Hooks and I lost. Well. Uh, why don't we look at the glass half full? Were you in the tournament at all? Yes. You're welcome. That's, I mean, hey, that's more than what I'm going through now, right? I guess. Right? Who 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 would you have rather have faced? Eldorado? The Amazon? Everybody in that tournament was a top-name guy. And VIP. True. I, I defeated VIP, so. Right? 
I just I oh. the, the thing was I, I put together the best matches I thought that I could. And I thought that maybe maybe the guy who got beat up at high voltage by a group of POW individuals would want to get retribution on a POW guy. You know, you did give me what I wanted. Right? Now just because you lost the tournament round, that doesn't mean anything. One loss doesn't doesn't, you know, just it doesn't, you know, you know, you know, it, it doesn't just, I don't, I, I can't think of the word right now. What, what word am I thinking of? It doesn't, uh, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't, uh, God, this is what I need Joey here for. It doesn't define an, a career. True. Be and, you know and to be fair, to be fair, I wasn't in the right frame of, frame of mind that day. Yeah. So, I'll go with that. We'll just we we'll go. With that. And look at, and look at this. Look at this turtle. Okay, you you're on the high voltage roster. Not only as a referee, but as a participant, as a wrestler, as a pro wrestler of high voltage. This tournament is to crown a high voltage championship. Not to not to crown a king of the ring style thing. It's to crown a title that can be defended regularly throughout the year. So just because you're you're not going to be the inaugural official, the very first high voltage champion. Doesn't mean you'll never be high voltage champion. Doesn't mean you'll never get an opportunity to title again. You just gotta earn it. Because unlike other people who run their shows, the championships just aren't handed out. All you do is earn it. You got a point. Of course I do. You did give me what I want. So. Yeah. You did give yeah. me a, a pow guy. So yeah. So back that. that back that fucking bus up. Let <laughs> me dust myself off. I'll get out of the way and we can move forward. See, I told you. Yet, yet. <laughs> um. Anyway, as we go down the list here mm-hmm. of buses, um, Acid Jazz made his return to pow and defeated Mason Perks. Then in the main event, JPH put his title on the line, which I don't... What is that secondary title? It's the... uh, I think that's the Midwest title. Okay, so JPH put the Midwest title on the line. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But anyway. No, I'm like like 90% sure it's the Midwest title. Okay. Well, JPH put the title on the line in an over-the-top rope battle royal. Oh, good for him. With Kazile being, yeah, being the last, Kazile's the last one to be eliminated. It was then Kazile and Magombre attacking JPH after the match, only to be saved by Scott Spade and Tiny. That sounds a little bit odd. Kazile was about to hit Spade with a chair. But Mistress Misery actually came out and saved the day on that, which allowed Spade to take out Kazile. So Spade then, oh, Spade and Tiny, made a challenge for September 3rd. So speaking of September 3rd, besides SCW in Hersher, which we'll, we'll probably talk about later, 
two matches officially announced for Pow that night. It will be this match that was I was just talking about, or it was just a challenge. It yeah. will be Modern Decay versus Rotten to the Core. And then another match was announced. The Pow Tag Champions, Bad Hombre Cartel, with Sandra D against IPA. And that's all I got for Pow not so entertaining. <laughs> Swoosh. It was kind of cool how Pow did, uh, you know, they already got their November show uh, listed here as well. Right. They're ahead of the game. Yeah, at the Brower House. Never heard of it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's lovely. Pow's there. Come on now, how lovely. Yeah. I kind of wish they were going back to that, um, the place in Addison. That that place was fun to go to. PCW's been there before when they were running. That was when uh, Vic Capri was knocked off the the balcony through kegs and tables. So that was fun. I was a referee for that one. See, that's what wrestling's all about right there. Just getting knocked off balconies and shit like it's normal. Although I wish they were going to Bridgeview because Bridgeview is like 10 minutes from my house. Bridgeview is a closer drive. But unfortunately, I won't be able to attend Rage unless I can work something out because Rocket Pro is running that day. But they start. Yeah. Or no, um, November. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Oh, yeah. the one I was talking about. Yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah, that's the end of POW. Nice little entertainment. If you want more information on them, go to POW Entertainment on Facebook and POW Chris Hefferty sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I think you're looking forward to this one. Uh, we got some Dreamwave results. Fucking Dreamwave. Now, let me tell you. The drive was insane because it fucking rained like it never rained before. Oh, yeah. It was crazy. I, it, I, it was, <laughs> I wanted yeah. to go to that show, but with the fucking brake issues my truck was having, I just couldn't fucking risk it. But it, it's, it's like even when I messaged Mike, I'm like, hey, man, I'm going to try to make it out there, but if I can't, you know, good luck in your match and shit like that. I just kept thinking, like, you know, I know I can make it. I know I can fucking make it, but I know that if my fucking truck breaks down, if something happens with the fucking brakes and I'm all the way out in LaSalle, all to get that fucker home would just be a headache. It might have been a, a little bit harder for you to get in, though, because... Um, well, I know they had to minimize the ticket sales, right? Right. As, like, just before, like, the show started, they announced that they officially sold out. So, you would have had to been there, like, right at the beginning, doors opening and shit. I could have gotten in. I, I mean, I, I don't know if you know who I am, but, um. Who are Travis T? I, I could have gotten in. I, they could have squeezed me in somewhere. I, I, Steve Cook gave me his ticket. He didn't make it, right? He had uh, that he fucking it. roller derby. Did he? I think he, he had that roller he, derby thing. He he actually left 
after one of the matches. I believe it was. Yeah, he left after the fourth match. I think. Oh, so he missed the he missed the second half of the show. Basically. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> so yeah, um, yeah, that was a drive. So <laughs> it rained and then it stopped and then it rained again. I'm like, motherfuckers. <laughs> Well, I guess it's a good thing they moved it indoors then. Oh, yeah. But I did feel bad for some of those people because the ones that bought tickets ahead of time, yeah. most of them had to stand. Oh. Yeah. I I was paying attention. I'm like, wow, there are people with those tickets that bought, like, they bought tickets ahead of time and then they got the wristbands. Mm-hmm. But... So yeah, and I know some like some of them I knew who did buy tickets ahead of time and they were standing. It's like, well, you knew they were moving indoors. You probably should have rescheduled your plans or something. Yeah. Anyway, so we got some results here. Match one, super intense. Steve Boz and Austin Roberts defeated the four star heroes, Matt Nix and Castro. That match was, they put on a clinic. That was one of those matches where you should sit down and write, take notes. Was, that, that was pretty good. Um, that Kimmy Zilla was there. So that was fun. That she, she acknowledged me because I stood up and I did the whole clap thing for Bob, you know, that's the entrance thing. You know, he does that. Uh, that was fun. Um, <clears throat> good match overall. Um, congratulations to Bob and Roberts on the win. Uh, Hammerstone defeated Bucky Collins. I, I just still think those are the two funniest names. <laughs> Hammerstone. It was a good match. Uh, Hammerstone, big guy. A real big yeah. guy. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta look up some information on him because the way they talked about him on the Power Hour seems like I should know this guy. Mm-hmm. Right. Because a lot of these guys were Dreamwave originals, so I just don't remember. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never been to a Dreamwave show until recently. So, um, now there was a series of open challenges by one person. And Justin Fowler, who was accompanied by Zeke Zishi, whatever that name was, he's got a, he's a bit of a dick though. In you know in the ring, K-Pape. <clears throat> Um I don't know him personally. So. He he was on the mic a lot, talked his shit. Uh, not only was he there, but Vic Capri came out. Along with Bombshell Shelly. So that seems like they are, uh, we got a stable. We have a stable, Travis. That's what we fucking need in this world. So, um, Justin Fowler, uh, in his first match, he wrestled three different matches. He defeated Bailey Bright. Um, then he defeated Dakota. And then he defeated Hunter Holdcraft, who almost beat him. He came close to beating him. But, you know, Vic Capri and Bombshell Shelley, they had to get involved. No surprise there. 
Yeah. <clears throat> uh, the next match, those damn Coyotes. Hopkins, Berna, and this chain defeated the Beck family. They beat the Beck family. What do you know about the Beck family? Not much, no. except they remind me of Red Dead Redemption. You know, the uh, incest, <laughs> the incest cousins or whatever. <laughs> the deliverance fuckers? Um, uh, cousin Dixie, like, because of his size and the way he was dressed, like, he yeah. reminded me of that, uh, well, the cousin in that game. Or was he the brother? I don't remember, but yeah. The, that was, I made that reference and I'm like, yeah, that's gotta be. He looks a lot like him. It would, just with the overalls and his size, but he wasn't one to mess with, though. Cousin Dixie beat the crap out of him. It, the damn Coyotes did get their asses beat for most of the match, but, you know, typical damn Coyotes, they are the damn Coyotes for a reason. They find a way to win, and they did. Uh, Platinum Max Caster defeated Anarchist Eric Cannon. That was a hard-hitting match. Um, Max Caster did freestyle a bit. They were having mic issues, so they didn't he couldn't do too much. So that was kind of a letdown. Uh, yeah, they you know, then and, and and for like for wrestling fans out there <clears throat> who uh, you know who who sit there and think that like you know because of. Mike issues and stuff, like, just ruins the show and makes it, like, not as good. You guys got to keep in mind that this company had to change the venue location 24 hours before the show even fucking started. Right. That means setting everything up in a completely different area. So if they, if the, the biggest issue was Mike issues, I think they could kind of let that one go. I mean, granted, well, they, I mean, yeah. I mean, Matt Caster's there, and the biggest thing that people love to see him do is freestyle rap. You know, obviously the mic is needed for that, you know, majority way related, but I'm not saying that they made a big deal about it, but for those who listen to this show to think like, oh, fucking lighting issues, oh, microphone issues, blah, 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 blah. It's like, it's like independent wrestling companies aren't fucking millionaire-ran fucking companies. Mm. So mistakes are going to happen, things forget. I mean, shit happens on AEW and WWE all the fucking time. Right. So I'm assuming Dreamwave fans who I have been told are the best fans out there. I'm sure microphone issues didn't affect their entertainment. But for those people out there who think like, oh, mic issues, I want my money back. Fuck you. I don't think no, no one no, thought about really said that. Um, they, of course, they commented on it. But, you know, like good workers, they used it to their advantage, get their attention. It it is what it is. They eventually got a different mic after all that, so it it got better. So nothing you can really do. Yeah. It, so after that match they broke for intermission, all that happy stuff. We sent our goodbyes to Steve after that. And then um came back from intermission. We were lucky to still have our seats because we thought people were gonna take them. <laughs> Um, we come back and it was CJ Esparza defeating 12 gauge. Good high flying. They, they hit each other hard as well. Uh, CJ Esparza, you know, popular wherever he goes. 12 gauge as well. I never, it's the first time I've seen 12 gauge 
live. They're both, you know, perceived by the fans well. They all love them both. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, CJ Esparza came up with the win. Next match, dodgeball superstar Tyler Pregle. Dodgeball. The movie? Uh, it, his name is Dodgeball Superstar Tyler Pregle. Okay, came out with dodgeball. okay. So it's not a came star out. who appeared in the movie yeah. Dodgeball. Okay. He uh, came out with dodgeballs. He <laughs> defeated Aaron Xavier. He defeated the evil genius. The dodgeball guy. The dodgeball guy. <laughs> Dodgeballs were used. Well, you know, maybe if his wife didn't sit there and badmouth me on the power hour, maybe karma wouldn't have bitten him in the ass. Dun, 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 dun. He, he can blame her for that. <laughs> That's right. All right, now we are on. Maybe you to dodge ball. You can't dodge karma. Damn. And karma fucking loves travesty. <laughs> and karma is a travesty. 100%. I got the hat to prove it. <laughs> I'm not surprised. So, <clears throat> it is main event time. There it is. There's the hat. Fun fact, Nubby. This is the same exact travesty hat that I made when I was training. It does look beat up. It is completely fucking beat up. Like, 100%. I have a brand new one. This one just hangs on my wall as a memoriam. But I uh, I, I had uh, I had merchandise ideas before I even got into the ring. I was like, I want to make a fucking travesty hat. I think, I don't know if you guys remember, like, on the back of it, it says, now that's a... And the front travesty because it was designed to be worn backwards. And then I grew up and I wore my hats front ways now. Damn. But that fucking that hat lasted a lot longer than my wrestling career, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> and you know what? That that's the way it was supposed to happen. Hell yeah. Alright, All right, next All match. Right. So it's the main event. Oh the Dream Wave Heavyweight Championship. Are you able to explain to me how their scramble works? Yes, I can. Fuck yeah. It was just a typical six-way match. They all were in the ring, outside the ring. They beat the crap out of each other. First fall to a finish or elimination? First fall. First fall to a finish. So, Vic Capri with Zeke, Shelly, and Fowler defeated Acid, Marche, Rocket, Ritzy Red, Hartenbauer, Brew Baker with Ryland Fox, and Christian Rose to become the Dreamwave Heavyweight Champion. And let me tell you, when it when Acid and Vic Capri were in that ring together, I shed a tear. <laughs> I saw some photos, I saw some videos, uh, it looked like a good showing. Um... Hopefully I can find the match somewhere online so I can kind of check it out. But, uh, oh, I really wanted to fucking be there just at least to see that match. Yeah, it it was good. You know, it's always good to see Mike in the ring because, he, like I said last week, he was on the first show I ever went to. 
Mm-hmm. Vic Capri was on that show as well. You know, along with Vito and all of them. Yeah. Um, Mike was the first one I talked to. And he even signed my wallet. I still had the wallet somewhere. It, I, I know I do. It, it was a blue wallet. And I think we he used a green marker. I can't remember. You barely can see it, but it was there. Oh, it better have been green. Um, here, I, I got, I got, I got some recording footage to listen to. You ready? I'm ready. Perfect. Red? Huh? Say it, Red. Come on. Come on. saying that shit <clears throat> I had to send it over to Mike cause I, I, and I told Mike and I was honest with him I'm like dude 33 years old even though you don't do it full time anymore and you just do uh, shows here and there I still fucking mark out whenever I hear his name mentioned on like anything you know when when the power out even when the power out mentions him fucking the evil genius mentioned his name so that's made me mark out more fucking Steve mentioned him I'd be like you don't fucking know who asked it is calm yourself <laughs> See, right, I know, know whose ass it is. But I'm just like, I gotta fucking record this because I gotta send the mic to let him know, hey man, you're still fucking talked about and you're still mentioned and it's always in, it's always in the most positive fucking ways possible. Right. Um, I knew a different Mike, but I think I knew, I think I knew cousin Mike, not pro wrestling Mike. So I knew different versions of them. I knew promoter Mike. Wrestler Mike, ordinary Mike, you know, hanging hanging out with them at the bar. So I got to see different versions, and then yeah. I got to see pissed off Mike. Yeah, see, I I met I knew cousin Mike and I knew trainer Mike. I never got to meet after party Mike. Mm. That uh, I was too young for that, and then by the time I got old enough to enjoy the opportunity to go do an after party, I wasn't even involved in Elite Pro anymore. But Always good things. Always good thing mentioned about Mike. It would have been cool for him for him to get one more fucking title run, but uh hell, when you're in the ring with five other fucking people, I mean it, especially when you're not a full time competitor, the fact that he was even given the opportunity is amazing and the fact that he hung in there until the end I think is pretty cool too. I mean, to me, you know, obviously LWF yeah. stuff, but Elite Pro, that that's all I kept thinking about because like I said on, um, I think I said on the Power Hour to Red once, so what Windy City is to him is what Lee Pro is to me, mm-hmm. and it minus you know Hartenbauer and um, Christian Rose, it was like yeah. watching Lee Pro all over again because Drew Baker was there for a short time, Marche was a star there, you know. Well, Vic Capri wasn't there either at Lee Pro. I think he was. Don wrestling at that time with that neck injury, he I believe, yeah, he was done then. Um, but yeah, it was still like Lee Pro, and I just kept thinking about back then. It's like shit. Well, and, that, and that's and that's a cool thing too. That I I don't know, and you you can tell me if I'm wrong. I'm okay with that. 
you you know how many people were impacted by Elite Pro Wrestling. But Elite Pro Wrestling wasn't really that around that long. No. I think it was like six years at the most. Not even. I mean, you're you're talking about like, you know, a little bit longer or just as long as like the fucking like Monday Night Wars. You know, from fucking ninety six to, you know, two thousand one or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, you're talking about Elite Pro, I think it was like 06 to 2010, 2011, some shit in between there. It was, uh, two, first show was 2006, last show was 2009. So three years. So it was, it was like a three-year span. It seems like it was, and that's what they do. Like, like, in my mind, like, even when I was at training for, you know, six or nine months or whatever like that, like, it seemed like there was a gap. Like there was there was such a long time before I got there, and there was such a long time after I got there. Because I got in, I got into training, I think it was like June, it was like June of '07, and I think I got out of there in like maybe maybe November, no, maybe January of '08. Like I was in there in that gap. But I thought there was like so much time before and after, but I was like in the dead middle of it. But the fact that, like, there are so many people who have came through that who have stories and memories of it. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about fucking three three years. Because, you know, they made a big impact. Even, like, PCW, mm-hmm. they were, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say threatened by them, but maybe they were in a way, because they ran, we ran in Oak Forest and PCW wanted to go to Oak Forest. And I remember a conversation where they tried to book the Oak Forest building, and we, I don't know, we nipped that in the butt or whatever, but then they said, just don't touch the fest. So we made, I guess they made a deal, don't, just don't touch the fest, whatever, okay, sure. But it was like, a, then AAW, I think there was a thing where if you work for AAW, you can't work for Elite Pro. There was a little bit of that bullshit. So that they made an impact with within a short time. Oh yeah, and I'm and I don't want to disrespect Dreamwave at all because they mm-hmm. did nice things. Like a lot of people became stars because of Dreamwave. Yeah, but Dreamwave maybe might have been a thought during Elite Pearl time, mm-hmm. but Dreamwave kind of didn't happen until. At, later after Elite Pro. Because then Elite Pro shut down and then everybody, well, half the roster went to Dreamwave. And let's not forget the owner of Dreamwave, or Jay Raspel, whatever his last name is, he actually was working with Elite Pro in the beginning. He was the, I guess we call him the GM commissioner at that time. He was only gotcha. there for like a cup of coffee anyway. Yeah. So I, it all it all comes together to leave pro. Yeah, fuck everything else. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're 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 gonna we're definitely gonna do an elite pro episode, and because I I want to when I interview Mike, I want it to just be Mike. It's not gonna be an elite pro episode. It's gonna be a Mike Nolan episode. But right, right. I want to do an elite pro show, but I want to get Mike and Jay and maybe one of the Thomas Sellies. I'm not quite sure. Um, because I know the Thomas Sellers don't remember who the fuck I am. I know Paulie doesn't remember who the fuck I am, but I know Jay and Mike do, and that's that's what's important to me. 
But who knows? Maybe we'll try doing one of those popping lives for that. Maybe get some of the old Elite Pro guys to show up in the live stream or something like that too. So, all right, let's go back to you. Take it. All right, um, that's the end of that. Uh, Vic Capone <laughs> won the, uh, the Dreamway Championship. It was a fun match to watch. Um, so they have a show. Their next one is October eighth, which I believe is an SCW show as well. It's Team Hollow, but. I don't know if that stuck and I don't, but anyway, their next show is October 8th at News Legato presents Dreamwave Trick or Treat. Bell time is 3 p.m. Tickets are officially on sale as of right now. Oh, nice. Like today, we record on Monday. It, they went on sale at noon today. So that will be it. And it's going to be at, uh, Lou Legato's. I'm going to assume it's an outdoor show or maybe it's inside there. They just couldn't move it inside this past weekend for whatever reason. Yeah. So that's uh, 3001 Fifth Street in Peru. And again, tickets are already on sale. Let's begin the dream week. There you are. <laughs> now I'm glad that we're not doing like we're showing we're not showing the video yeah. of our podcast yet because i'm going to show you the pieces of paper i have for csw now you only get to see it because well you because <laughs> um yeah you can special? see what, these are special oh dad look at that that's classy oh. I thought you didn't like the video because smart. we're uh, cause we're seeing Mickey Mouse. It looks like a personalized uh, calendar. Yeah. Uh, with a certificate for Fantasia. Big, oh, the, the, a moon and a cat. Very, very Disney-esque. Yeah, it's my girl. It's all my girls, so. Sure. This is kind of her, do- her domain. Mm-hmm. Hey, she's at work, I decided to be comfortable in my, in my chair. So. Yeah, tell me, tell me about that calendar though. What the fuck is going on in that? So she, one of her specialties is, um, she's like a photographer in a way. She yeah. Wants, she likes to take pictures and she makes calendars. She's in retail and she can do that. Oh, and sweet. discounts. So for August, that's me and her. We're at Universal with Blue. Nice. Dorbs. Let's see. I'll sneak peek into September. Hey, and it's her. Just her. It's just straight up her. Six Flags for Freight Fest. Now, just to be clear, you're in her work area. Well, it's kind of our own living room because we live with my parents. So this is the middle, I guess, bedroom, but it's our living room. But it's really her domain. Because I tend to leave her alone in here so I can go play PlayStation. Okay, because I was trying to think, like, if this is her calendar and she made a month of just straight up her, that's fucking ego, and I'm, I approve. Well, September's her birthday month. Oh, that's sweet. So that's why she put herself for September. And with the picture of her at Fright Fest, which is one of her favorite things. But... Because of how Six Flags has been lately, we will not be attending anytime soon. But anyway, this is a freaking wrestling show. Hell yeah, it is. Enough about Mickey Mouse and Fantasia and personalized calendars and cats on moons and 
Well, it's always Halloween here too, so. Uh, okay. She likes so, Halloween. Right, let's um, move along. Let's move along, nerd. Move along. This is just freaking wrestling. <laughs> you started it. Just freaking wrestling. Hey, you know I'm gonna tell you right now. I hope your next personalized calendar, though. I hope the month of July shows a JFW for the anniversary of you starting here with me. Month of July? Hmm. Yeah, I don't have to. You right? know what? I'm gonna start Started in July, right? Yeah, believe, yeah, we did. Yeah, fuck yeah. All right, I'll I'll be sure to get her on top of that with her. Hell yeah, you started on the five-year anniversary of the show, give or take a couple weeks. So we'll definitely do that. Fuck yeah. All right, so <laughs> CSW, Rotten to the Core. <clears throat> this happened, it happened this past Friday. Now, remember the post that I said, uh, or... Somebody on Just Freaking Wrestling posted about you going off. Oh, you can admit that was you. Uh, okay. You can, who else is it going to be? Am I going to say it about myself? <laughs> it, it sure ain't going to be um, uh, Superfan Steve or Dally. Nah, nah. Where the fuck are they? They don't, even, they don't even know what, what's going I, on. Dally hasn't been here since you've been here. I wonder if there's a connection in that. I don't think there is because, well, we're cool. She no heat yeah. me. No, nah, I, I got a hold of her. She she's just going through some shit. We, we those who know know. So uh, I just told her I'm like, listen, you know, let me know when you want to come back. And she said she she she'll be back soon. And I told her like just commit to that because half the time when people say they're coming back, they never really don't. So I'm definitely gonna be on her in a, uh, in, a in a pushy sense, not a weirdo sense of uh, getting back on the show. So. So, um... And then Steve's car broke down, which I don't believe. I think that's a crock of shit, and he just got lazy, but... Hey! So, anyway, about that, um... You're gonna go off about the main event. I really hope... I I hope I do, because you haven't given me any idea of what I'm gonna be upset about, and I'm hoping I... I'm gonna get... I'll drop a little hint. It's something that we've talked about before. Okay. But there's actually a twist. So I might be wrong. You might not go off, or you might go off, but you might have a different opinion. I feel if I don't go off, we're going to be disappointing everybody. You might go off initially, but you might have a different an opinion because of the twist. Ooh, but we'll get right. to that because that, that's the main event. You could be overhyping this, bro. I don't think so. I think you will go off. I got to now. Like, hey, I don't, like am I going to go off at a three, or am I going to go off at like a seven? Are we back at this? I don't, well, if it was, <laughs> if it wasn't for the twist, maybe you would be going at a five. But we'll see. But I just wanted to give you a heads up because it's something that we did talk about before. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But there's a twist, 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 twist. Remember, twist, 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 and you'll understand. Anyway, pre-show we had Alpha Zeta Zeta, the Az again, versus Quinn Whitock and Joey Dalton. Alpha Zeta Zeta came up with the win. They are on a hot streak lately, so they could be in line for future tag team championship. On the main show, maybe they'll be off the pre-show soon. That's right, sweet. You know, as much as they are hated, they are also kind of loved. You ever get get a dark match on Elite Pro? Yes, I did. I was, um, well, I wouldn't call that a dark match. It was more of the TV tapings that we did, but there were dark matches because they were done before the main show. Yeah. But they yeah. were for TV. 
I actually did two in one night. Oh, okay. And my neck was killing me. I had <laughs> one against Corporal Robinson, and then later, and it was two different tapings. Mm. I, I teamed with, who the fuck did I team with? Must not be that important. Against your cousin and Sin. And Sin gave me an Owen Hart pile driver. Yeah, that, my neck was killing me that day. He kicked my ass more than Corporal Robinson kicked my ass. And now, funny thing about that match, I got suplexed on the outside on the gym floor in front of my mom. Oh, poor mom. <laughs> and that was funny. Uh, anyway, so then we had the Futures Battle Royal. It ended up being a no, no win because, um, Black and Brave members came out and destroyed the final six. They came they came from the entrance of where the fans came and yeah. went jumped over the guardrails and beat the holy hell out of everybody. And there's three of us roughs trying to contain order and we're nah it wasn't happening. We were lucky that we didn't die. Wait, you were a ref at CSW? Yeah. Oh, no shit. I didn't know that. I thought you just go. No, I'm I'm a senior official. Are you at CSW? Good for you, man. Been God. there. Shit, I've been there a while now. I feel like I knew that. You knew I had, that. I had to know that. We, we've had to have talked about that. We have. You, you got a lot going on in your mind. I do talk a lot about wrestling. Yeah. I do. So I do. we don't really uh, talk about much. We really don't talk about you being an official that much either. Well, because I try to forget sometimes. Because <laughs> you know, I'd rather be in the ring kicking faces. Oh, and, yeah, and high voltage gives you that opportunity. That's right. You're welcome. Even against, against power guys. Yeah, yeah. God, I'm, I'm I'm fucking great. You are. Even when I'm stuck under the bus. <laughs> You make that bus great. Fuck. Two, two, motherfucker. So, um, after uh, Black and Brave beat the holy hell out of everybody, um, Steve then got on the mic because he's the GM. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he said his spiel, whatnot. And he was going to think about suspending them again because he did suspend them before. But instead he put them in certain matches. I mean, he had them in matches anyway, but he decided not to suspend them and keep them in their respective matches, which is fine, whatever. Um, yeah, so that, that happened, and they went on their merry way, went back over to guardrails, and and came to the back, and now the show starts. Um, GM is in the ring, you know, welcoming the fans, getting them hyped up. You know, that's one thing he's good at. He's good at hyping those fans. He's good on the mic. I'll give Steve. Steve I'll give Steve his props. He, for that. He's definitely he's he's definitely a pleaser. He will he will do he yeah he'll do and say whatever he needs for people to fucking like him. Some people call oh. that fake, but uh, eh, pleaser works too. Um, so he did, was doing that, and Joey Avalon, who is the CSW champion, along with Evil Sierra, they both came out talking about stuff, you know, bragging, 
They were on vacation, whatever. And then Axel Rico comes out, gets in Joey Avalon's face, and it looked like they were about to go at it right away. Steve told him, no, we're not going to have this. Save it for the main event. And that was the end of that. So we go into match one, which was a scramble, which I was the referee for. It was Cody James versus Sierra, which Sierra was stayed in the ring after that promo. And she was yelling at me, telling me that she shouldn't be in the match and she don't want to be and she wants me to throw her out. Now, mind you, it was the last show. I did throw her out of the arena or out of ringside. I did. So she wanted me to do that again. So she told me to do what I did before, you know, rolling the hand and but instead of pointing out, I pointed in the ring. Nice. Myself over. Um, yeah, <laughs> Evil Sierra was in there, and Chris Miller, and Stone, and Adam Stallion. Cody James ended up winning and defeating all, all members of the scramble by pinning Chris Miller. Mind you, they are still CNC, kind of-ish, just not in CSW. Yeah. Miller wanted to team up with him that whole time, but Cody didn't want it. I mean, they did do a couple things, but when, you know, Miller wanted to do the whole fist bump or whatnot, Cody's not, no, 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 no. And then Cody hit him with the Dominator, and that was it. So maybe the friendship is now in jeopardy? We'll, we'll never know. Uh, let's see. Match two. It was Black and Brave, which I don't remember the names of those two competitors, but that's okay. Two members of Black and Brave versus the Dope Kings, which is Drew Baker and CJ Esparza, against Cypher and Heather Reckless, and a fourth team was added. Last week I mentioned three teams. Yeah. Four teams were added. One more team was added. Marco Anthony and Sean Mulligan. They've been a tag team lately. No shit. They've been hanging out in the bar. Go figure. That makes sense. So ended up um, being Black and Brave winning. But I don't think it was for the tag titles. See... I was kind of on my own little world later on in the show. As, yeah. as the shows um, let's see, according to this note, notes here, um, well, Cypher ended up <clears throat> throwing Heather Reckless because Heather's been treating him like a dog. So there's that. Mm. Yeah, so that's uh, Black and Brave win, win, and I believe the Dope Kings are still the tag team champions. So there might be a future tag team championship match after that one. Match three, Sky Blue defeated Eric Schultz in the briefcase on a pole match. You were hoping for a dancing, weren't you? Pole. I like I like pole dancing match, yeah. On a pole match, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> of course, you know, she's CSW's 
number one favorite, and she got the one, probably one of the biggest props of the night just walking out there. She came away with a win, and yeah, that Sky Blue beat Eric Schultz. What was the, what was in the briefcase? They actually were Sky Blue was actually going through that later on. We'll get to that. Okay, awesome, awesome. awesome. Hold hold that thought. <clears throat> Solomon Tupu defeated Acid Jazz. Solomon Tupu's a big man. And, and we know Acid Jazz can fight, but Acid just didn't have his number this time. The Bruce Brothers, Steve Boz, and TJ Steele. I was the referee against Jax Johnson and Ryan Matthews. Well, let me tell you something. Ryan Matthews is a pain in the ass. <laughs> he screams all the time. He comes out with a cardboard cutout. You know you see it on the power hour. Well, imagine it being four feet in the air. Like or not in the air, but four feet. Damn. Four feet tall and about about as wide as me. And he's carrying around his face. He got in my face a little bit because he wasn't getting his way. So uh, Ryan Matthews, after the match, um, issued a talent challenge to an I'm Ugly match in September. Because Ryan Matthews thinks he's beautiful. So, I guess in September, it's going to be TJ Steele versus Ryan Matthews in an I'm Ugly match. <laughs> what? I don't know whether or not it's going to be similar to a beauty supply match or what. You know, Ryan Matthews is weird. And strange and all that. But yeah, the Bruce Brothers win. Kim Zilla was out there giving me hell as usual when things didn't go right. I just ignore her, otherwise I get my ass beat. Um, Marche Ruckett, what did he do? He took on Conan Lycan. Lycan went over on Marche Rocket. Didn't think that was possible, but it happened. Seems as if Tupu had some kind of play in that. Because, you know, they're both part of Black and Brave. So it was then later, at, like after that match... Uh, Marston and Bowser, yeah, there's the names now, came out and, well, actually, Cody James came out to save Marche, and then, um, there was a brawl, and Marche, uh, Marston and Belcher came out, overpowered Cody, and Dope Kings come out, and they all brawl, and they were brawling for a while, and Marche jumped on all of them, so that was fun. Uh man, crazy. A lot of craziness at CSW. It's oh, one I, I just gotta motivate myself to fucking just make the drive. By the way, it was standing room only as well. Yeah, somebody's gonna need to save me a seat. You know, give me a VIP sticker on a fucking front row seat. I'll, I'll talk to uh, I'll talk to the GM. 
Yeah, let them know who I am. Because you know who the GM is. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> I won't even be welcoming the door. <laughs> so. Vic Capri and Big Mood versus Mario, Shelly, and Joey Mayberry. Now, according to my notes, I might be wrong, though. I might have Impossible. wrote I might have wrote down the wrong thing. Impossible. Yeah, it's I'm not one up because I actually went outside during that time to cool off. And when I, I came back after the match. And according to my notes, Big Mood and Big Capri won. But when I was listening to Mateo Valentine, it turns mm-hmm. out that he may have lost it for the team. Uh, but it was after the match Mateo Valentine was getting all upset with himself and Vic Capri was trying to calm him down and it looked like they were about to fight and you don't want to piss off Vic Capri so um, Vic Capri got on the bike and told Mateo Valentine to get out of his head and to you know you need to start being positive and whatnot. So to make sure Mattel gets on his game, he challenged him for next month. So it looks like Vic Capri is going to wrestle Mattel Valentine in September. Nice. That's kind of a dream match for most people. I know I want, I would want a match with Vic Capri. I mean, that would be insane on my part, but that's actually something I want. I actually want. Before he retires, but just challenge him. Fuck it, you're a referee. You can do whatever you want, right? True, very true. <laughs> All right, um, another match. Ooh, match I wrapped. Carlito versus Anestra. Carlito defeated him with his backstabber. Uh, Nestra kept up with him and messed up his hair, tossed the apples. Funny thing is, Carlito asked me, you know, how his hair was and asked me to fix it. And then, well, my dumbass goes to fix it and he yells at me not to touch his hair. But then why are you telling me to fix it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Carlito with the win and that is that. All right, here we go. You ready? Are you ready, Travis? I am. I'm, I'm on board. I'm here. Let's do this. All right. <clears throat> let's 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 make me upset. Okay, it's Joey Avalon defending his championship against Axel Rico. I can't do the art. So. Ah, I am such an American. <laughs> um. So in the match. There was a ref bump. Kevin Woods got knocked out. And another referee comes in. Now, my Were you? No, it wasn't. I clocked out for the rest of the day. And when I say clocking out, I mean I took my ref shirt off and I went to watch the match. So once the referee shirt comes off, I had no say in anything. Okay. And I can't get in trouble. Well, that's for one, but okay. 
I understand. But here, Weirdo, do you know why that bothers me? Because I shouldn't de gear until the match is till the show is over. Because you're the senior official, yeah. yeah you're, you're right. The, you're the, you're the guy. You're the guy. You I'm should the have guy. your you should have your GM reprimand you for that when he's done being stupid himself. <laughs> well, as senior official, I actually can override him at times. But Fuck anyway, yeah. So Joey Avalon with the referee down mm-hmm. brings in the shovel. Axel Rico stops him. The shovel is on the ground in the ring. Well, in the in the ring on the mat, and they were about Joey Avalon was about to look. I want to say German suplex Axel Rico. He stops him, and Rico notices the shovel, stomps it, and hits Joey in the you know lower region. And Rico went for the cover, and the next referee Devin comes in and counts the three. So essentially we have a new CSW heavyweight champion in Axel yeah. Rico. Yeah. Until until Kevin Woods, the original referee, says no. He's trying to tell the other referee while Axel Rico still thinks he won. That Kevin Woods is saying no, 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 no. So GM Steve gets off commentary, runs out there, and talks to Kevin Woods. And it turns out Kevin Woods did see the shovel incident. So Steve made the decision that Kevin Woods was the original referee, happened to see the shovel incident and reversed the decision. And Joey Avalon is still the CSW champion via disqualification. Go for it. Okay. So I am, I'm honestly, I'm honestly, I'm going to, I'm gonna look at this objectively. I want I want to try I want to try something different here. I want to look at the perspective of the original referee because I always believe that the original referee has the say in what goes on in the match. But if that referee's down, if that referee is not capable of making a decision in the moment, then the referee comes out to you know, back him up, becomes the official referee of the match. One, two, three. If the other referee was coherent enough to make a call, he would have called disqualification before the three count ever took fucking place. Steve should know that. Um, Reversing decision, I think, is stupid. I could see why they would do it because different companies have different rules on how they want to do things. And Steve, being the yes man he is, will do what he can to make the uh, more political decision. Um, but <coughs> if that second referee made the count, that's the official call. Because the original ref 
wasn't there to officially make the call. He decided pre-count, if that makes sense. I'm trying to be calm about this because I don't want to call people morons and and stupid. So I'm trying to I'm trying to be nice about this. But I mean, from a rest perspective, you got to understand where I'm coming from. Yeah. Yeah. But I, mean, I, and the thing is, like, after, you know, everything settled down ish and the crowd was kind of, you know, ready to jump the rails and start a riot on Steve and Kevin Woods, I went out there after a while and Kevin Woods was still out in the ring and I went to go get him. Yeah. But at the same time, I was kind of yelling at him. I'm like, dude, why'd you do it? You should have left it alone. But, I thought about it after a couple of days. I'm like, he actually made the right call because I thought about what I had to do recently at SCW. Uh, it's two different scenarios, two different situations. Uh, it, no, it's uh, see, that's the thing. okay. You you were there, regardless of the fact if you had your your uh, your shirt on or not. You physically saw the entire thing. They could have asked you, and the guy that has the authority you have could have given the final decision on that. Now, I'm not going to ask you what you would have done because that's irrelevant because what has happened has happened. But if Steve was a true general manager, a true leader, a true boss in any sense of the you know term, he would have said, okay, I got one referee who made a three count on what he did see. I have another referee who's calling a disqualification on what he saw. Let me go to my senior guy who watched the whole match, get his put on it, and then we'll kind of go from there. Now, Steve, obviously being GM, commentating out there, he saw the whole thing took place too. No idea why it took him until the debacle of two different decisions being made go before he fucking decided on anything. If he wanted to be any type of GM, he goes said, "Hey, let's fucking start the match then." This guy says you won. This guy says you won. Let's go ahead and restart the fucking match. But instead, you want to say, "Oh, no, it's a disqualification. Never mind." Because God forbid, disqualification happens during a fucking championship match. But whatever Steve wants to do, what Steve wants to do. Any, I mean, bet, any GM would have restarted the fucking match. I mean, technically, it was the right call per se because he, even though one would argue that Avalon brought in the shovel, Axel Rico did look at it. He did see the shovel, and he did stomp on it. Yeah. So essentially, that's a disqualification. Well, no, and that, and that's fine. But the problem with it is, is if it was a disqualification, it should have been called a disqualification before the pinfall took place. If he did not, if if he, if the if the original referee was not coherent enough to make the disqualification call for the bell before the pinfall took place then I don't see him being the responsible referee for that match at the time. It's the guy who came in as the backup. He is responsible until that referee is up and ready to go back to his job, back to his duties. It doesn't matter what he saw. It doesn't matter what, you know, 
It's whoever is the official at the moment of the match. And that's the second guy. Not the other guy who's laying down. That, that don't mean shit. I mean, like, in last last man standing match, if you're fucking laying there, it's a ten count until you stand the fuck up. Not if you look up in the sky like, oh, no, I'm fucking good. No, you got to stand the fuck up in order to be still in the match. There's no difference than when it comes to refereeing. And if you have a general manager like, oh, I don't know, Power Hour Steve, who just wants to be like, what's going on? I can't believe it. I saw the whole fucking thing, but I can't make a judgment call. What do you want to do? Oh, you counted the three and now he's champion? Oh, wait, you want to say it's a disqualification? I guess I'll go with you. No. That's a poor fucking call. That's a stupid call. I'm not saying he's a piece of shit for that. He's a piece of shit for other things. But this just makes him stupid. Five. That's a fiver. That was like six. I'll go six. It was a stupid call. I tried. I tried to be calm about it. But no, it's a stupid fucking call. I don't blame the refs in any way. But the only fault I guess I would give to a ref is the guy who called his qualification. He should know his place. If he's not, if he's not coherent enough to fucking perform his duties, he doesn't get to make any judgment calls in the fucking match. So it's almost no. like if he saw it, if he saw it then, yeah. he should have, he should have been like, you know, you see, I'm dead, right? Yeah. It should have been like this. Exactly. You, you call for the bell the moment you fucking saw something. Because I'm assuming there was enough time between him using the shovel, the roll-up, the fucking count. There was enough time period in between all of that for that ref who apparently saw the uh, shovel to call for the fucking bell to be rang. He did. He waited until the fucking three count and the ending to happen before he made any fucking decision. No way. None whatsoever. It doesn't count. I don't fucking believe it. It's like when people have like that pinfall tap out submission bullshit where one guy's counting a three and their guy's ringing for a bell and then some other fucking dude wants to come out and say, oh no, this happened before this. That third guy means dick. It's the official guy, the first guy in the fucking match. Not the second guy who shows up and like, oh, what do you want to do here? No. It's whatever the fuck. Same thing with fucking uh, Liv Morgan and Ronda Rousey. Yeah, Liv tapped, Ronda's uh, fucking shoulders are down, the referee counted the three. I'm going to fuck if Liv tapped way before to count a three. The ref saw the count of three. That's the decision that's made. There doesn't need to be no fucking Scrap Daddy or fucking Sonya Deville or William Regal, Shane McMahon, Stephanie McMahon, Mike Adamley, the fucking laptop over by the announcer. Nobody needs to get involved in making an alternative decision. The ref's decision is final. And it's only the one that's the official at that moment, not the guy laying on the fucking ground who doesn't want to pop his ass up real quick and say, oh, I'm here. Oh, disqualification. Ring the fucking bell. No, it's all disqualification. Let the fucking roll-up happen. Let the fucking count happen. Let this guy celebrate and cheer thinking he won a fucking belt. And then I'll be like, no, wait. I saw something a few minutes ago that 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 de- that defuncts everything that's going on right now. No. And Steve allowed it to happen. Steve said it himself on the fucking power hour. He's just there as a fucking face. And maybe he is. Because he's not doing shit otherwise. Well. Is that what you're looking for? 
I knew you were going to do that. I knew it. It's just, it's, it's just so dumb. I mean, like, it, I'm not a fucking uh, general manager of a major fucking wrestling company. I'm a general manager of a training facility show for a small wrestling company. And even I know how to better fucking GM a show than the fucking people who are GMing fucking shows like Steve and Terry. But what the fuck do I know? You know, it's funny you mentioned Terry yeah. because um, that's actually a good segue into the next subject that which will be turned to you because I am done with the tit. Tit? And as I close, as I end it, the next show will be September 16th for CSW. And a special guest will be Aaron Stevens, a.k.a. Damian Sandow. That won't be very cool to see. All right, SCW has Ascension this this coming Saturday. This coming Saturday, August uh, 27th at the Shaban Civic Center. Doors open at 6, bell time at 7 o'clock. Um, they always do a fundraiser for all those shows. This uh, this one is for school supplies being noted, uh, donated to Shaban's grade schools. So any school supplies you want to bring to the show, you're more than welcome to donate them. They would greatly appreciate it. Uh, originally, uh, on the poster, you're looking at, uh, Dissension, uh, being advertised. Unfortunately, Dissension can't make it. Uh, they have a commitment to OVW that they have to go to. So, um, no Dissension, not Dissension, Dysfunction. It's, it sounds the same. It's so close. Uh, Dysfunction will not be there. But, the match card that I have as of now, more matches are to be named. More matches are to be released. But as of right now, what has been made official are the matches that I think Turtle may not really appreciate that much. Uh, first one, obviously, we have uh, Spade and Blaze in a tag team match against uh, the tag team of Death Wish. Nothing wrong there. See, uh, Turtle, Nubby, you're good with that, right? Yeah, Nothing wrong I, don't know who, I don't know who Death Wish is. But... Neither do I. They're, they're, they're new to me. But uh, pow, a little bit, eh, but not too bad. Uh, they smell good. That's my only issue. How about the Hawaiian hitman taking on Chris Miller? Okay. I like the Hawaiian hitman. He's right? a good guy. My, right? One of my favorite people. He's always motivating. He, he um, makes me sad when I uh, have to see his abs all the time. Because I'm jealous. <laughs> Chris Miller. I knew it. It's been a while. It's been a while since Chris Miller has made it to SCW. My first SCW show was Chris Miller versus Andy Black. And uh, I, I think they called it like a street fight or something like that. I got a Miller Lite from Chris Miller. It was uh, it was warm. Uh, Miller Lite sucks. But it was nice to get a, uh, a Miller Lite from Chris Miller. And this was like pre-shaggy-haired, homeless, junkyard owner-looking uh, Chris Miller. This was like... Cleaned up looking Chris Miller. When Metalhead told me about this, I was like, hmm, okay. And I see this fuckhead everywhere else I go. All right. Uh, go Hawaiian Hitman. <laughs> well, there's more. So we got, uh, we got Kindle Fire. Uh, I guess. Gonna show up. Making, 
Oh, we don't know. I didn't book it. This isn't my book it. This, this is, this is higher up on the food chain. This is, this is a, this is the next floor up. This is, this is King Terry's problem if he doesn't show up again. But Kendall Fire will be taking on Adam Cage. Adam Cage, you guys know, uh, long mainstay in, uh, SCW. Hasn't been there in a few months. It's going to be awesome for him to come back. He's taking on Kendall Fire. Uh, two names that really didn't jump out at me until I remembered who they were. But you're going to have El Dorado taking on a man named Dave West. Does that name sound familiar to you? Oh, is he a member of a group? He's a member of the group. And not only that, that group also has another man named Wade Evans, who will be going one-on-one with V.J. Price. So, let me get this straight. I am not good enough to take on a POW guy. So, we're going to bring in my little ponies. (laughs) The workhorses are coming to SCW, man. And 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 what makes me mad is I can't do shit. I can't touch them. And keep in mind, as, as if you if you guys are following along with everything we've been talking about, this, this is the night before Steve is going to face one of these guys at the IPW show. Oh, I'm not wrong about that, right? The IPW show is this coming Sunday. Yeah, it's yeah. the day after. So, so you're, so you're going to have you and Steve and two, at least I know of, two of the workhorses in the same building. Not only that. No, if two of them are there, there will be three. Your buddy Chris Miller is going to fucking be here. And on top of all that, Powell's going to be in the building. You're not going to have a corner of the fucking locker room the rest then, Nubby. I'm going to go in the parking lot or something. I'm going to go sit in my car because this is unbelievable. I don't know what you did to Terry Allen for him to be like, you know what? I want to show this guy what for. So I'm going to go ahead and book not only the guy that he has feuded with in the past, but also a couple of the guys from a faction he's feuding with currently on top of fucking Powell being in the building. Not just any POW. Blaze and Spade, the POW guys. The SCW Tag Team Champion POW guys. Not some low-level fucking POW guys. The POW guys. And with you being an official of SCW, being that these are only five matches that are booked, and normally SCW has maybe eight, maybe nine, at least 50% of these matches are going to have somebody in it that you don't certainly get along with. You're probably going to officiate one of them. And you got to stand in that fucking ring across from a Dave West or a Wade Evans or a Chris Miller or a fucking Blaze and Spade. And you're going to stand there and do your fucking job as professional as possible. 
knowing that you could count the three count victory for somebody you just don't really get along with in one aspect or another. Okay. So I've been able to do it with the Powell guys. I, I, I have proven that. Yeah. Chris, Chris Miller. I have proven it at CSW. And I've been getting my revenge on him at Crestus. Yeah. In fact, I pinned him a few months ago. Yeah. I'm, Chris Miller is not even on my radar anymore. Yeah. It's just going to make the locker room smell bad even worse with Powell, but that's fine. But the workhorses. You're bringing the fucking workhorses into SCW. Yeah. Think, think about this way, Nubby. Think about it. Have you ever stubbed your toe before? Every day. It's, a, it's annoying, right? Yeah. You ever get a paper cut? Every day. Right? It's annoying, Mostly isn't work. it? Right? Yeah. You ever, you ever bang your head off something and have a headache for all day? Uh-huh. It's annoying, right? All those things are annoying. But imagine... If you cut your fucking finger on a piece of paper, went to go clean it up, and you accidentally stumbled over, stubbed your toe, and banged your head off the fucking wall, and now you got a headache, a stubbed toe, and a paper cut all at once. That's going to be your night, bro. And we still don't know the rest of the night, the rest of the matches. We still don't know who else is going to be there. Now, there's there's been speculation that that VIP should be there. Uh, Evil Gains and Evil might be uh, there as well. Uh, we have no word on uh, if JPA is going to be present. We know Hunter Payne's going to be there. Obviously, SCW Heavyweight Champion, leader of the uh, locker room. He's going to be there. Uh, we don't know what other matches are booked. I don't know the order of the matches. I don't know what we're looking at as far as the main event. Uh, I can only relay the information when it's given to me. And uh, also, for you guys who don't realize, that we are on the road to WrestleTopia. That is coming up. It is September 17th. Yep, and we do got one more show in between now and WrestleTopia. That's Labor Day Perseverance, September 3rd. It's going to be out at Hersher. It's a new venue. It's a different venue. It's going to be at the Hersher Elementary School. Uh, Hersher Elementary School is going to be at 3, I think that's 391? 391 North Main Street in Hersher, Illinois. Doors open at 530. Bell time is 6 p.m. Um, <clears throat> there's not really an entrance fee. There's not really a cost for a ticket, but they are accepting $5 donations, uh, per person for the Zela Mint Darfur Scholarship Program. Uh, this is all part of the Hersher Fest or the Hersher Town Festival, uh, that they're doing, uh, next weekend. So, uh, for the next two weeks, you got SCW, then you got a week off, and then boom, another, uh, another show of SCW, a couple weeks off, and then, the, Another episode of SCW out at Steam Hollow Brewing. So you'll be able to catch four four shows of SCW probably within the span of the next six weeks. So if you SCW have is number one in the next for like the next week, month and a half. SCW is fucking growing, and I know that like you know when you talk to people at SCW, the higher ups and all that, the investors, their big thing is, like, if they can find a way to make SCW in every Saturday fucking event, then they will do it, and they will do it the best that they can. And they're getting pretty fucking close to that. I know, like, this relationship with uh, Steam Hell Brewing has helped them out to get a different venue and different showing. Um, this Hersher thing I know is new. I wasn't part of the logistics as far as that goes. But High Voltage is supposed to be uh, one of those uh, shows that are going to be an up-and-coming thing to kind of keep 
uh, a consistent basis along with the SCW shows. It's just, it's still new. It's still fresh. So it's just trying to find that pattern to keep it going and consistent. So I know I haven't been around uh, high voltage as much as I should have. I'm not making the shows as much as I should have. And I know I give Terry a lot of grief for not showing up to SCW shows. And here I am never showing up to high voltage. But uh, at least my shows don't uh, don't fucking fall apart, and people don't know show them like uh, you know Terry has at his shows. So, mm. and when people no show my shows, I don't blame fucking other people. I don't blame the announcer for it. I don't blame the guy who's running the fucking camera. No, or some I random fan. I take responsibility for my actions. So. Make sure you do, guys. Uh, you stop over uh, August 27th at uh, Shaban Civic Center for Dissension. And again in Hersher on September 3rd for uh, Labor Perseverance or whatever the hell it is. I can't remember off the top of my head. I think I said that right. Got IPW this coming Sunday. Uh, you said uh, CSW is, uh, was it the, the 10th or the 9th? September 9th? September 15th. 16th. The day before uh, WrestleTopia. Gotcha. So yeah, double, I'll have a double shot that weekend. Gotcha. That's the best Summer part of It's also my sister's birthday. So. Oh, nice. Don't give a shit. That's the best part of you being here, though. <laughs> well, happy birthday to her. Um, that's the best part of you being here, uh, Nubby. I don't have to know the dates. I don't. You're here. That's why you're here to do it. I get. I let the people know. I am supposed to know for for the people. You just sit there and look pretty. Fuck yeah, and throw fits whenever it seems uh, fitting. Yeah, because they will. Saturday SCW, Sunday IPW. It's going to be a weekend of wrestling. I'm going to try to make. I know I'm going to make SCW. I have to see what goes on there. Especially, I got to see how much you're losing your fucking mind. Uh, but also, I'm going to try to make IPW because I've never been to an IPW show and. Again, it's not that far of a drive, and it would be kind of cool to, uh, you know, again, see C Red actually wrestle a show because I've never seen it before. And, uh, I don't know, you plan, you, you're going to be there, right? Yeah, I'll be there in some way, form. I might even challenge one of the champions. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Uh, Open uh, challenge day. No matter what, don't get involved in Steve's match. If you're not welcome on his show, you're not gonna be welcome in this match. Well, well, I'm well, not welcomed on this show by C Red. Yeah, but he allows it's, it. So just you, you just uh, when his match happens, there's a seat right next to me. You can just sit and we can both just watch him get his ass kicked as C Red doesn't come out and fucking help him. You know, it's funny. It's funny how you said that. They're like an old married couple. Oh wait, breaking news! Breaking news! I am breaking it right now. Yeah, we have another return to WWE. Ooh, Johnny Gargano. Oh, you made it back. He's God, right in front of me right yeah. now. Breaking, we get breaking news on this show. That's what breaking, breaking awesome. news. Right? People are gonna be so excited to hear about that when they listen to the show tomorrow morning. That's right. Like what? Fucking what? We're here about fucking Monday Night Raw that just happened. Hell yeah! So as I was saying, they are like an old married couple, Stephen C. Red. Mm-hmm. Like, if one says boo, the other one says who. Or the other one says jump, the other one says how high. No matter w- if they're right or wrong. Yes. So C-Red says, oh, 
Turtle is no longer on this show. Steve says, okay, he didn't do nothing to me, but because he read said so. Yeah, that's exactly how it's happening. Yeah. Now, see, we're different here because I would love to have C Red on to talk about his career. And if he's here and you're and he's gonna be okay with you being here too. But he's gonna have no choice. He's gonna have no choice because this isn't the power hour where, you know, we banish people away. I welcome anyone onto this show. Hell, I'll talk to the workhorses if it means fucking views. I don't give a shit. I'll even talk to them. <laughs> Speaking of views, make sure you guys are viewing our shows when they are released on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, just by searching Just Free Wrestling or the JFW Podcast. And make sure you do check out our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, just by searching JFW Podcast or Just Free Wrestling. I know I told Numby multiple times over the last multiple weeks to share and post all the shows and events that he goes to and participates in on the Facebook page. He just doesn't do it. I did it. When? I have posted CSW and uh, Dreamwave. If I pull up my Facebook page, and it is you not will up see there. A, you will see Dreamwave up there, at least. Uh, but I thought well, I posted two. Did you? Did you? We're going to find two out. Posters. There's two posters, maybe. I am, I am searching as we fucking talk right now, because I swear to God, it's not up there. there. It should be there. I will apologize if it is, but if it is not, I will lose my shit. I will go to a yeah, You'll get... You'll go to a nine. I knew it. I will go to a nine. Da, 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 da. Oh, you're talking about that where you said, uh, just point us out there for the hell of it on the upcoming episode. Expect Travis C to go. No, that was just a post. No, that, I'm not I, talking about that. I just share the new, uh, this weekend is oh, going oh, to be oh, a I freaking see. lit. Yeah, there it is. Oh, what, what oh. do I see? Oh. Andrew. Oh, oh, you oh. put it on the oh because you put it on the same fucking post. That's right. Ah, uh, okay. I'm gonna let that slide. I will you let won't. that slide. What are you gonna say to me? Thank you for doing your job. Uh, I'll take that. All right. I apologize. You don't Good hear that. Apologize. No. No. And also, uh, I know I mentioned it in the uh, comments of the post, but just to say it here. Uh, in person to you. Kudos on the post of the show. Very, very good. Very happy with what you did. Thank you. I appreciate it. I don't know why you're posting Apple, but whatever. Because I listen via iTunes. Because I have an iPhone. That's fine. If you guys have iPhones, you listen to podcasts on iTunes, make sure you subscribe to our uh, our podcast and give us a rating and review because those rating reviews actually help us get bumped up in the category of uh, podcasting that we are listed in iTunes, which I think is sports. Yeah, and that'll help me out because if he if if our views go down, I'm fired, and I'll end up back in the power hour. Yeah, I'm gonna check these logistics at the end of the quarter, and if it dips down, <sighs> I'm gonna get a ten. <laughs> Make sure you guys keep track of all the uh, shows that uh, Nubby is a part of, or Turtle is a part of, whether it be wrestling or uh, anything else. Uh, you will catch it here as we move forward uh, with Turtle being a new co-host of Just Bigger Wrestling. Dally and Steve will be back uh, hopefully soon. Uh, Dally, uh, hopefully sooner rather than later. And Steve, as soon as he gets his truck fixed. But you will catch me and Nubby here uh, at least when we do these on Monday nights, as long as nothing changes. 
Don't forget that we are going to be interviewing Ivan Manson this Friday, and we'll be interviewing Mike Nolan, also known as Acid, next Tuesday. Uh, if you guys, uh, you know, as uh, as fans, if you guys uh, have any questions you want us to ask Ivan Manson or Acid, you know, feel free to message us. Let us know what your question is, and maybe we'll ask them on the air. If, if you guys remember any matches from back in the day or had any questions, uh, feel free to message us uh, on uh, Just Freaking Wrestling. Yeah, we'll make sure we ask them uh, as we go through the interview and stuff because, uh, you know, fan reaction is very important to me here. So, uh, love you. That's all I got. Hey, Travis. Hey. I believe we can ring the bell on this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Travis. And I am the Amazing Terror. How about the dudes? Thank you for listening to our episode, Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW Podcast.